Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Avraham Shor. Mesechus Psachim has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Shlomo Naiman, Le'ilu Nishmas HaRav Yaakov Ben Matisyahu. Psachim Daf Ayin Hey. The Gemara explains that although you're not allowed to be toiler the carbon Pesach with an askula made out of metal, but an askula menukevis is mutter. Rashi explains that the heter to be tzoyla the carbon Pesach with an askala menukeves is dafka in a case where the busser is not negea bebarzel at all. There are holes. An askala menukeves means that there are spaces in between the pieces of metal. And Rashi's explanation is that the carbon Pesach, the meat of the carbon, has to be suspended in between the pieces of metal such that it's not touching the metal at all. However, the Lashon of the Rambam, Hilchus Karben Pesach, Perkches Halachates, is Imhoya Kli Menukov, Kedesha Tishleit Boiha Or, Tsoilin Olov. If it's a Kli Menukov, enough that the Or, that the fire is Shoilet on the Karben Pesach, then Tsoilin Olov. Now the Ravid says right over there, Vuhushla Yiga Bekli. It cannot touch the kli, just like we learned, we learn over here in Amr Bey, is that if the carbon Pesach touches the cherse shaltaner, it touches the side of the oven, so it gets, it's getting heated up by things other than the eish, so you have to be kailofis mukoyma, because that part is considered as having been snitzle al yidei dover acher. So too, says the Ravid, in our case, we are, you're doing it on top of an askala, if it were to touch the metal, and you would have the same problem as as having part of it being nitzla al yidei, the metal. The Kesef Mishnah is misupik whether the Rambam agrees to the Ravid or not. Because the Lashon of the Rambam, Imhoya Klimenukav Kedesha Tishli or Tzoylen Olav, sounds like all we need is to make sure that there are holes so that the flames could get through. The fire can be shoylet on the carbon Pesach. But you could still be Tzoylen Olav. And the Rambam doesn't make any mention of the fact you have to make sure it doesn't touch the metal. Tzoylen Olav sounds like you use it like you do normally uh, in Askala. The way people usually use in Askala is you rest it on the grades. And here it sounds like you're Tzoylen Olav. It's just that you have to have the holes in order that the Eish should be Shoilet. The question is, what does the Rambam do? If that's the Pshat in the Rambam, then what does he do with the Taina that the Ravid says from the case of Naga Becher Sishaltaner? We know that if, although the Kar- Pesach is being nitzlev by the fire. If part of it touched the side of the tanner, like we mentioned, it would be puzzled that part. And you have to be koil if you have to peel off that part of the carbon Pesach. So why would it be okay to be tzoylet on top of the grate and let that part of the carbon Pesach touch the hot metal? Another kasha is that we learned that you can't use a shpud shelmateches, a spit that's made out of metal, and that's because chamek cham kuloi, so the part that's inside the animal is going to be heated up by the fire, and then it's going to give heat to the animal, that's also called sli machmas davar achar, not sli eish. So why is that any different than the case of the askala, according to the Ramam, that it could be touching the askala? The Svasemis says that there's a technical difference between the two cases. In the case of Naga Becherse Shaltaner, the case that's being discussed is that the Basar is still in a state where it's uncooked, and at that point it touches the side of the Tanner, which is capable of cooking it in that spot where it touches it. So that spot is called Sli Al Yidei Dover Acher, because it changed from being raw to being Nitzle Al Yidei, something that's not the Eish. Masha'en Kain, our case, we're talking about where it's resting on an Askala, and then you start the fire underneath the Askala. The fire is providing heat 
to the piece of meat at the same time that it's touching the askala, which is also getting heat from the fire. Says the Svasemis, in such a case, the the tuffel is bottled to the ikr. The tuffel meaning the askala, which is receiving fl- heat from the fire, is bottled to the ikr, to the fire itself. So we don't look at what the askala is doing to the busser. Because that very place that's being affected by the askala is just as much being, or if not more, being affected by the fire. So there's no one point in time that we could say that there's a piece of the meat that was nitzla al yidei, something other than the fire and not the fire. The entire time, rather, it's being affected both by the fire and the dover acher. That's not called sli al yidei dover acher. That's called a joint sli through the fire plus whatever heat is added through the contact with the askala. The same chiluk holds true, legabe ashput shalmateches, because by ashput shalmateches, there is a part of the baser, the hainu, the inner part of the behema, which is being nitzle, dafka al yudei, the metal, and is not yet being affected by the fire. And therefore it changes, the inside of the animal will change from being raw to being nitzle, not through the fire, dafka through the ashput shalmateches. Unlike the askala, that the part that's being affected by the askala is also being affected at the same time by the fire. So it comes out according to the Tzvah that we have a machloikas between the Rambam and Rashi, whether Tzli Aidei Dover Acher has to be independently Tzoyla, a piece of the meat, or it's also called Tzli Aidei Dover Acher if partial Tzli is accomplished through the Dover Acher at the same time that the piece of meat is receiving heat from the fire itself. Another interesting discussion, which is related to this discussion, is we now know that an askala that's not minukeves, that doesn't have holes in it, you're not allowed to do tzliya with. The question is, is that true only when the carbon Pesach is resting on the askala she'ena minukeves, or even if it's suspended above the askala she'ena minukeves? The tzlach learns that when you use an askala she'en menukeves, it's always puzzle. Even if it's suspended above the askala she'en menukeves and it's not touching the askala at all. Because, says the tzlach, as long as the heat that is being provided to the piece of meat is not coming directly from the fire, there's something being mafsik in between itself and the fire, that's called tzli alidei davar acher. Because the heat that it's receiving is considered heat that's coming from the askala and not heat that's coming from the fire. Now the truth is that according to Rashi that we just mentioned, it would seem to be muchach like the tzlach. Because Rashi says that the case of askla menukeves is talking about where the meat is not touching the askla. It's suspended in between those holes. So if the Gemara is being mechalic between an askla menukeves and askla she'enu menukeves, it would have to be the same case. That in both cases it's not touching the metal. And yet there's a difference than we're mechalic between when there are holes and when there are no holes. Otherwise, it's not really a difference between Minukeves and Enemunukeves, because if it's only puzzled by, by Enemunukeves when it's touching the metal, then that's a case that even Minukeves is going to be puzzled. Now, the Sfas Emes in Svara disagrees with the Tzlach. He says that it cannot be that it's going to be puzzled by Enemunukeves when it's not touching the metal. He says, why do I care that there's an Askala being mafsik between the fire and the meat? It doesn't have to touch the fire, so you have something being mafsik. The, the fact is that the, he, the heat is still considered coming from the fire. And he says it's no different than when you have a tanner and there's a fire in the bottom of the tanner. There's definitely heat being added by the fact that the sides of the tanner are conductors of heat 
complete and are helping the tzliah process. However, the Dvar Shmuel says that the tzlach does not consider that to be a raya, because it's true that when you have a fire inside an oven, although the sides of the oven help the, the tzliah process, but that's seen by the halacha as being a siyua, a assistance, an aid to the tzliah that is being done by the fire. The, the walls of the fire may keep in the heat and don't allow it to escape, but the ikar tzliah is happening through the fire. Masha'enkim, when you have an askala minukevis that's being mafsik between the fire and the meat, we look at it like the fire is heating up the askala, and then the askala in turn is providing heat to the meat. Now since the Sfas Emes is not willing to accept the Chiddush of the Tzlach, and he holds that the only time that Askala She'enu Menukeves passels the Tzliah is when it's touching, but when it's suspended above the Askala, then it's kosher. He therefore sides with the Rambam in the discussion that we mentioned earlier vis-a-vis an Askala Menukeves. He says that the Rambam is correct, that an Askala Menukeves is kosher even if it's touching, because since he says that an Askala She'enu Menukeves is only puzzle when it's touching, but if it's suspended then it's kosher, then in order to be mechal between Menukeves and Enu Menukeves, you would have to say that the case of Minukevis is also talking where, where it's touching. Because if it's not, then, and, and it's suspended above and it's not touching, then even Asklam Shaina Minukevis is going to be kosher. So according to this Fasemis' understanding, we really have a machlaikis between Rashi and the Rambam in both cases. In the case of Minukevis, according to the Rambam, it's kosher, kolzman, that there are holes even though it's touching. And therefore he says that the case of Askala She'enim Nukeves, the only time that it's puzzle is where it's touching. And Rashi holds the exact opposite. That Menukeves is only kosher when it's not touching the metal. And therefore the case of Eina Menukeves, that's puzzle, is even where it's not touching. The Gemara brings a Shaila. Bo minei Rav Chinenu Bar Idimer Rav Adabar Ava. Tanner She'esikot Beklipei Orla V'Gorfoi. Let's say you have a Tanner that you lit with Klipe Arla, meaning you used as fuel, you used things that are Asr Bahano, like Klipe Arla, and Vigarfa, then you took the coals out. After you finished using them, you removed the remains of the Klipe Arla, Vaofa Bayasapas, and you baked bread in that tanner. Mahu. What does it mean, Ludivrei Ha'oyser? Rashi explains, there is a machloikis in the Gemara and Perak Shod, Afchavov Mebez, between Rebbe and the Chachamim. Whether... If a person were to use Klipe Arlo or Kiliakarim, he would use the wood that came from Isuri Hano and use it as firewood. And while it's being consumed, he bakes bread. There, there's Machlekes Rebbe and the Chachamim. Rebbe holds that the pass is Aser, the Chachamim hold that it's Mutter. The question over here is what about, according to Rebbe, if I first fueled the Tanor with these substances, and then after I got the Tanor hot, I removed the remains of the Gecholim, and now I went and break, baked my bread. So the Gemara says, the Allah is Amalea Pas Muteris, the Pas is Mutter. Toysfis in Dibra Maschavigarfa, Ivafabaisa Pas, asks the following question. Toysfis says that if you look at the Bryce over there, where Rebbe and the Chachamim argue as to whether when I use as firewood, whether the pass is mutter or usr, the seifa of that b'risa says that if what you did was your bishla al-gabi gecholim, muteris. Meaning, if I did not use the klipi arla as firewood and bake the bread while they were being consumed, rather I cooked the or baked the bread on top of gecholim, I waited until they got to the state of gecholim, coals, 
And then I used them in the state of coals. I used the heat of those coals and made bread. There, everybody agrees that the bread is mutter. So Toysfus asks, if I know that when you use it as coals, it's mutter, so of course, certainly, if I would go and take the coals out and then bake the bread in the oven, the bread would be mutter. It's a coal chicane. So what's the Gemara Shiloh over here? Toysvis answers, V'tiritzri, shiny gecholim. Gecholim are different, she'ein chuman ba machmas ha-shalheves, ela machmas atzmon, va'afra ba'almahein. Avulchoim ha-taner, she'garfoi machmas choim shalheves ha'avuka ba, she'u iser gomor, hilkach mi boilei. Toysvis explains, the reason why the Gemara over here has a shayla when I took out the coals, although we know that if I use the coals themselves, it's mutter, is because when you use coals, you're dealing with heat that's being generated after they already turned into coals. Toysvah says that state is already called Afraba Alma and it's not a problem to be Nene from the Klipe Arla and Kilea Karim when they're reduced to a state of Afraba Alma. However, in the case that Aragamor is talking, where I remove the coals, when did I generate heat from the Klipi Arla and Kiliak Kerem? Before they got to the state of coals. I used them as firewood, and then I removed them. Since the heat that is now in the Tanner was generated before they reduced to Afra Alma, the Gemara has a Shaila and cannot be pushed from the case of Bishla Al-Gabi Gecholim. Bishla Al-Gabi Gecholim, although you're directly coming in t- contact with the Gecholim, but you're coming in contact with them at the stage when they're already Afra Ba'alma. In the case of our Gemara, you are not coming in contact with the Gecholim, but the heat that was created was created before it was reduced to Afra Ba'alma. The Marsha over here asks Sakasha on Rashi and Avchavav Mebez. Rashi over there in Dibar Maschil Bishla Gabi Gecholim explains that everybody, even Rebbe, agrees that in such a case it's Mutter. Rashi says, because the Chiyasani passed me Iser Kvar Kolo Ubotol, when you reduce it to Gecholim, the Iser is already gone. And Rashi adds, V'gecholim the Gemara has to tell me a Chiddush about Gecholim, Tleitema Akati Yisur You shouldn't say that the Iser is still around, since you have Gecholim in the Taner. V'kol Shekain, says Rashi, V'taner Goruf, V'ein Avuka Kenegdoi. Certainly, says Rashi, if I tell you that by Bishla Gabi Gecholim, it's Mutter, then certainly when you have a Taner Goruf, which means that you took out the coals, then it's going to be mutter. So you see from Rashi, the exact opposite of what Toysvah just proved from our Gemara. According to Rashi, why does our Gemara have a Shaila in a case of Taner Garuf? The Marsha answers that it's possible that Rashi learned that our Gemara is going according to a certain Mandiyamar in the Sugya over there. Over there in Davchav Zayinam and Aleph, the Gemara brings down two shitas. What does it mean, Bishla Agabi Gecholim? Bishla Gabi Gecholim, that its mutter could either be Gecholim Oymemois or Gecholim Loichshois. Gecholim Oymemois means Gecholim that are on their way out. They're being extinguished already. Gecholim Loichshois are coals that are on fire. They're burning coals. The Mandiyamar who holds that they only are matter by Gecholim Oymemois holds that if they're Gecholim Loichshois, it would still be Osir because you're still considered being Nene from the Atse Isser. They're considered still Be'en. The Mandi Amr who holds that they are matter by Kolum Loichshais is more makel and says that everybody agrees even though it's still on fire, but you're still mutter to be nene, to be nene for the past that was baked in on top of those coals. Rashi over there that we mentioned, on Davchavav Mebez, the Ramasl Bishla, is clearly going according to the Mandiyamar who says that Gecholim means Gecholim Loichshais. That it's mutter even though the Gecholim are on fire. 
and is not limited to only the case of Oymemois. The way we know this is because Rashi ends off saying that the only time you'd be Osir is if be Avuka Kenegda, which is the Lashon of the Gemara in the Sugi of Gechalom Loichshes and Oymemois, where the Gemara says that according to the Mandi Yomar Loichshes, the only time it would be Osir is Avuka Kenegda, which means that there's a flame being generated from the, the Klipe Arla, and while it's still actually on fire, there's a flame, there's a Shalheves that is burning, that's where it's Osir. But anything less than that, the Hainu had finished burning a flame, and it's just in a state of Gecholom Loichshais, everybody agrees, is Mutter. That is the Mandiyama that Rashi is going in on Dav Chavav Mebez when he says Kol Shekain Betaner Goruf. The Marsha says, he doesn't explain why, but he says that if you hold, we're talking about Gecholom Loichshais, then if you're Matir in such a case, even where there are coals that are on fire, then you for sure would be Matir when you remove the coals and bake bread. However, our sugya, says the Marsha, Lefi Rashi, is talking about Lefi the Mandiyamar Gecholom Oymemois is mutter. That we're only matir Lekulayama in a case where the Gecholom are already extinguished. And there we say, Svara, that even though we're matir Gecholom Oymemois, but if you removed the coals and then baked in the heat that was left over from the Klipi Arlen and Kilakarim that you burnt before, then we still have a Shiloh. So basically it comes out according to the Marsha, the way he's learning Shittas Rashi, is that Gecholom Oymemois is more Kal than Garfai. If you have Gecholom Oymemois, then there is definitely still a reason to ask a Shaila by Garfai, by taking out the coals. And the case of Gecholom Loichshais, that according to Rashi is more Chomer. And if we're Matir by Gecholom Loichshais, then Kol Shekain will be Matir by Gecholom Shegarfai. So our Gemara never would ask the Shaila, Lufidaman Diyamar, that Gecholom Loichshais is Mutter. And this needs Hezber. Why in the world would we say such a thing? Just because there's a Mandi Yamro who holds that you're only allowed to be oife by Gecholim Oymemois. But still, the Gecholim are there. Masha'en came in the take, case where you took the Gecholim out, it should definitely be Mutter. And yet we're willing to ask a Shaila. And if you agree to the Svar that Toysvah says, that there's a difference between the heat that was generated while it was still in the state of complete Klipe Arla and Kilia Kerem, and that's why we have a Shiloh by Tanusha Garfoy. And that's, it's different than the case of the heat that is created from Gecholim. Then we should agree to that Svara even by Loichshois. So why does Rashi say there's a Kol Shekain in the Sugya and Afchavav Mebeis from Gecholim Loichshois? It's true that we're Matar Gecholim Loichshois. But the case that you took out the Gecholim from the Tanner, at least the heat was generated from an earlier stage. Now Toysfis definitely disagrees with Rashi. Toysfis holds that the, no matter what, whether you're going like the Mandiyamar Gecholom Loichshais or Gecholom Oymemois, there's still no Kol Shekain from the case of Gecholom to the case of Tanah Shagarev because of the far that they mention, and that's Muchach and Loshan of Toisvis. So we also have to explain what's the Machlokes Rashi and Toisvis. Why is it that Rashi holds that the Gemara is capable of asking a Shiloh only Lefi the Mandiyamar Gecholom Oymemois? But according to the Mandiyamar Gecholom Loichshais, there is a Kol Shekain to the case of Tanah Shagarev. Masha'en King Toisvis holds there's never a Kol Shekain. There's always a possibility to ask a Shiloh because of the Chilik that Toysvis says. So in order to explain this, we need to first analyze why is it that Rebbe should be Matir in a case of Bishlal Gabi Gecholim in general. Why is there a Heter? There are two ways to understand, and there's a big nafkamina between them. One way to understand is that since Arla and Kilia Kerem have a halacha that they're supposed to be burned, the Gemara says in Tmura Daflamid Dalit that Kol Ha Nisrafim Afron 
mutter. Anything that its din is to be burnt, the afer, the ash that comes after you burn it, is mutter. Masha'en ken kolan ekibarim, isurim that the Torah never told you to burn, the afer is oser. Now, if that's the way you understand the reason why Rebbe's moida by Gecholim, uh, after they already turned to Gecholim, it's considered Afer, and the Afer is mutter to from, then this din would only be true by Arla and Kilia Karim or the like, where they are Nisrafim. But if you would have an Isser that its din is to be Nikbarin, not to be Nisrafim, then the din would be that you're not allowed to be Nene, even when it's in the Matziv of Gecholim. And that is the sheet of the Rosh in Ois Beis in the second parak. He says that Bishlag Gabagecholim is only mutter by things that are Nisrafim. But if we'll be Nikbarim, then the Gecholim would be Aser. Kol Shekain from Afer. Afer is Aser, and therefore the Gecholim would also be Aser. However, the sheet of the Rambam in Perik Zayin Hilchas of Arizara, Allah Gimel, according to the way the Kesef Mishta understands it, if a person were to use Atse Asherah, and as in the state of Gecholim, would bake bread on top of them, it would also be mutter. Now, Atsiyashayra, it's clear from the sugya in Tmura that talks about Kolonikbarim and Kolonisrafim, that it does not have the hetter that all other Nisrafim have. The afer of Atsiyashayra is not mutter to be Nenefram. And yet, the Kesef Mishnah learns Bedasa Rambam that when the Atsiyashayra is reduced to Gecholim, it would be mutter just like the case of Arla and Kiliakarim. And the Shach in Yeridea, Simon Kufman Bey, Sivkot and Yud, argues on this Kesef Mishnah, and he says it cannot be. He learns the Rambam differently, and he says that since Atsiyashere is not included in the list of Kolon from Afron Mutter, it belongs to the category of Kolon Ikbarin, that Afron is Aser, so it would not be Shaykh to be Matir, the case of Gecholim by Atsiyashere. Another Nafkamina would be if a person were to use Chametz on Pesach, which, according to the Psak Halacha, is not from the Nisrafim. We do not pass like Rabbi Yehuda that holds Ein Bir Chometz El and therefore it's from the Nikbarim, and the Halacha is that the Efer of Chometz Bepesach is also to be Nana from, yet there's Machloikas between the Mogan Avram and Simon Tov Mem Hey, Sivkot and Hey, and the Shach that we just mentioned, as to whether Chometz Bepesach, after you burn it, are you allowed to be Nene from the Gecholim? The Mogan Avram learns, like the Kesev Mishnah that we mentioned, that it's got nothing to do with the Nisrafim. It is halacha that you're allowed to be Nene from the Gecholim. You could be Bavashal Al-Gabi Gecholim, regardless as to whether they are from the Nikbarim or from the Nisrafim. So you see, obviously, that according to the Mogan Avram and according to the Kesev Mishnah, there's a totally different Svara, which is Matir being Bavashal Al-Gabi Gecholim, which has got nothing to do with the Din of Kol Nisrafim Afron Mutter. What is that Svara? So I believe we could explain this based on a very important Yesoid that's mentioned by Reb Shimon in the Shari Yosher in Shar Gimel, Perk Chofhei. Over there, Reb Shimon says a Yesoid in Isuri Hanoah. Usually, it's understood that the din of Isuri Hanoah is that the Gavra is not allowed to receive Hanoah from the Dover HaOser. Reb Shimon is Mechadish, that it's not the Hanoah per se that's Oser, Rather, it's the Lekichas Hano that's Aser. And we'll explain what he means. The Gemara says in Psachem Davchav Dalano Beis that juice that comes out of strawberries or Te'enim, Rimoinim of Orla are not Aser Minatoira. Abai explains the reason is because it's Zeya Ba'alma that's not considered Ikra Pri. Reb Zeyre expre- explains that it's because it's not being, he's not being Nene Kederchana Osoi. And the question that's asked 
asked is why that is that not called Kader Chana a Rimon is not originally created in order for the person to use its juice. But once you squeeze the juice out of it, as soon as you have that juice, it's Oymid Lushtia. The Pasik says, You know that the Asis of Rimon is, is a, capable of being uh, consumed. So when a person drinks that Rimon juice, he's definitely being Nene Kader the Teretz is, according to Reb Shimon, that the Isser is to be Nene and take the Hano that is being offered by the Cheftzeshel Isser. The Cheftzeshel Isser is made for Achila. It's a Rimoin. Even though the person went and consumed the juice in a way that's Kederach Achila. But he is not being Nene from the Rimoin in the way that the Rimoin is meant to be used. So whenever we want to determine if a person is being nana from something kederech, we have to first decide if this is the thing that the Isser is meant to give me. If the Isser is a Dover Shel Achila, so then by being nana kederech Achila, I'm taking that which the pre has to offer. If I took the pre and created juice out of it, and then I was nana from that juice, even though the Maisahana is done kederech, but the, the, that which the fruit has to offer is not considered having been extracted from the fruit. What you took from the fruit is something that's really peripheral to the actual pre. The pre itself is here for the purposes of Achila. You did not take advantage of the pre in the way that the pre was meant to be taken advantage of. Similarly, the klipen of Arla and Kilia Kerem, although they're Asr Be'isr Hanah, the only way that a person is actually over being nana from them is if he's nana from that which the item has to offer. The derech by things like klipin is to use them as firewood. If you use them as firewood and as they're being consumed, you bake bread using that flame, what you've done is you've used up the iser in a way that is not peripheral to the iser. This is what the iser has to offer at this point. The klipa doesn't have to offer much more than being used as firewood. That is considered a legitimate way of using up the cheftze. If you take something that's edible when you consume it by eating it, that's called using the cheftze in the way that it's meant to be used. And if you take something that's inedible to use it up in a way that it is being consumed and providing you with a fire, that is another form of usage that's considered integral to what the cheftze has to offer. You see that from the sugya of Truma Tumeya, that it says that the Bishtei Truma Sakasamidabra, a coin has, is given Truma to consume it. And if it's Truma Tumeya, the Torah gave it to him to use as firewood. That's considered a way, a usage, a different way of consuming the chayfets. So the Mandi Yamra who says that the only time that Klipe Arla and Kiliak Karam are usher to bake bread with is when there's a flame, when it's avuka kinegdoi, however, when they are gecholim loichshois, then there's no problem baking bread on top of those gecholim. That is because at that stage that they're already gecholim, you are not being nana from the consumption of the klipe arla and kiliakerem. They've already been reduced to gecholim, and although they're glowing and there is uh, there is some sort of flame there, you're being nana from that flame. That hana from the flame is not a hana from the consumption of the arlet, and it is considered considered a peripheral hana. It's considered not being nana directly from what the chayfetz has to offer. The chayfetz maybe was successful in helping you create a glowing hot coal 
And in turn, you're taking that glowing heatness and using it for your own purposes, but you are not being nana directly from the chayfetz itself. Now, this is the gather as to why when the gecholom are loichshoyz, it's mutter to be nana from the bread that was baked on top of them, then there certainly is a kol shikane to the case of when I already took the coals out. Even if I generated heat through iser that was be'en, and then I take the coals out and bake using that heat, I'm not being nana directly from the iser. What I'm being nana from is something that the iser created. The iser was successful in creating heat. That heat right now is not considered taking anything out of the chefza. That's taking something out of something that the chefza created. You can't get any more indirect than that. So there is a culture came from the Gecholm Leuchshes because Gecholm Leuchshes is a Hano indirectly from the Isser. You're not being Nene from the Isser's being consumed. You're being Nene from that which was created through the Isser having been consumed. Namely the glowing heat that's on the Gecholm. Now if we say that in a case where the Gecholm are here, I have the Isser in some form. It's here, it's just in the form of a glowing hot coal, and yet it's considered like I'm not directly being nanned from the Isser, then certainly in a case where the Isser was burned, and it fueled the fire, and that created heat in a tanner. Then you remove the coals, and I don't have anything left from the Isser. All I have is the heat that was created by the Isser. I'm certainly not being nene directly from the Isser. I'm being nene from something that was created from the Isser's having been consumed. So if you learn like those shittas that Gecholom are mutter in the case only of Orla and Klipiak Karim because they are from the Nisrafim, then clearly the din of Gecholom has got nothing to do with this, he said. It has to do with the fact that it was reduced already to something like Afer. Masha'enken, if you hold that, it's true even by the Nikbarim, where you're not allowed to be nana from the Afer, then you could say that this is the Gedder, and there is a Mashmos in Rashi, that he understands this Gedder. We can even add that Rashi probably knew that we could not be talking about a Heter because of the din of Kolon Yisrofim, Efron Mutter. Because after all, Gecholom Loichshois is not really Afer yet. It's not fully consumed. It hasn't been reduced to the state of ashes. So it's a very big Kiddush to say, like the Rosh is assuming, that Gecholom Loichshois is considered Afer. So it's possible that the Shorish of the Machloikas between Rashi and Toisvis is... Is it possible to view Gecholm Loichshois as the din of Kol Nisrofim, the Afer is Mutter? According to Toisfis and the Rosh, we view the, fa- the fact that it was already reduced to coals as being Mutter, Midin Kol Nisrofim, the Afer becomes Mutter. According to Rashi, we cannot view it that way because it's not really yet reduced to ash. And therefore, we have to say that there's another Heter, and that's the way we explained. The truth is that Toysvis in Tamura and Daflamidalid explains that the din of Kolonisrofim, the reason why the Afer becomes mutter is because of Nasis Mitzvasai. You already did the mitzvah that's incumbent upon you to treat this uh, Isra Noah. Since it's already Nasis Mitzvasai, we could say that even Gachom Loichshes, the mitzvah has already been accomplished. You've, you've done what the Torah told you to do. Even at that stage, it's already Nasis Mitzvasai and therefore becomes mutter. Masha'enkein Rashi, if you take a look, in the it's clear that Rashi has a different understanding and why the Afer is mutter by Kolonisrofim. 
And it would seem that the simplest way of understanding Shittas Rashi is that there's a din called Panam Chadoshes. Since the Torah told you to burn the Yisuri Hanodar and Nisrofim, the Torah obviously shows that the state of ash is considered a Panam Chadoshes. Mimela, it's very mistaver to say that Rashi holds that Gecholom Loichshoes, since it hasn't yet been reduced completely to ash, it's not yet called Panam Chadoshes. So Toisfes who learns that the din of Kol Nisrofim, the Efer is Mutter, Midin, Nasis Mitzvosoi, even Gachom Leuchshis has the quality of Nasus Mitzvosei. Mimela Toysus understands that there's a big difference between the fact that you're allowed to bake on top of Gachom Leuchshis and the fact that you're not necessarily allowed to bake in a Tanner Goruf. Like our Toysus says, there, there is a Shaila by Tanner Goruf and it's not a Kol she came from Gachom Leuchshis. The reason for this is because since Toysus understands the whole heter of Gachom Leuchshis is because the Eifer is Mutter, it's ready Nasus Mitzvosei, so by Gachom Leuchshis it's not a mitzvah because you burnt it. Masha'en came the Tanner Goruf, you created heat from a stage that was earlier than when it was reduced already to Eifer. It hasn't yet been Nasus Mitzvosei until the end, and therefore the heat that you're being Nana from is not after the Nasus Rashi who understands that the din of calling a straf afron mutter is not because nas mitzvasi but rather because upon him chadoshes. He understands that you do not have the heter of afron mutter unless it's reduced to ash totally. And therefore, gecholom loichshes would only be based on the hezra we gave earlier that it's an indirect hana. Once you understand this, because of an indirect hana, there's a kol to the case of taner garif. But that's all true by gecholom loichshes. Gecholom oymoy says the marsha Rashi over here would agree to toisvis that there is no kol and the reason is very simple. Gecholom Oymois, it has already been reduced to ash totally. So then you do have the heter of Kolon Israfim Afron Mutter, and the Mandi Yomar who holds that they only were matter by Gecholom Oymois disagrees with the premise of the Mandi Yomar Gecholom Loichshes Mutter and holds that it is considered a direct Hano. And so the only heter would be because Kolon Israfim Afron Mutter, and according to that, we understand, like Toysfis, that the only time that you can be matter is when it already gets reduced to ash. But in the case of Tanner Garuf, since the Hano that you're getting was generated before it was reduced to ash, you have the Svar of Toysfis that you're considered being Nene from the Isser and you don't have the Heter of Afra Ba'alma. So in short, everybody agrees that according to the Mandi Amr that they were only matter by Gecholom Oymamois and Gecholom Loichshois remains Osir. You have to say that the Heter is because Kolonisrofim Afron Mutter. When the Heter is because Kolonisrofim Afron Mutter, you have the Svar of Toysfis that the only time that it's Mutter is when you're being Nene after it became Afer. Masha'en came the heat that was generated before it became Afer, it's also to be Nanafram, and that's why the Gemara has a Shaila in our Sugya. The Machlok is rushing. Toysfis is how to understand the Mandiyamar, Gecholom Loichshes Mutter. According to Toysfis, we're saying that that's also Midin, calling the from Afram Mutter. And that's why Toysfis holds that no matter what, even according to Mandiyamar, Gecholom Loichshes is Mutter, there's still no Kolshikain to the case of Gecholom Shegarfon. And Rashi disagrees and says that the Mandiyamar, Gecholom Loichshes Mutter, is not because Kolon Nisrofim Afram Mutter. We're actually adding that the reason why Rashi doesn't hold that way is because he holds that the din of Kolon Nisrofim Afram Mutter is not because Nasus Mitzvosoi, like Toysfis, rather it's because Panam Chadoshes, and that's why it has to be fully reduced to ash. In which case you have to give a whole new Hezber according to Mandiyamar, Gechom Loichshis Mutter, why it's Mutter, when it's Gechom Loichshis, and that is because it's not considered a direct Anna from the Isser. Since it's not considered a direct Anna from the Isser, Kol Shekain, in the case where you generated heat and you're baking from that heat, you're not being Nana directly from the Isser, rather you're being Nana from the heat that was created, Al Yudei the Isser. The Mishnah says, Noga Becherse Shaltaner Yuklef Es If the Karben Pesach touched 
the hot sides of the tanner, you have to be koilif, you have to peel off the outer layer of the carbon Pesach, because we say that that part has been nitzla al yidei davar acher, not al yidei the eish. Notaf may roit boy al acheres v'chazer elov, if some of the roitiv of the carbon Pesach dripped out and touched these chahat charasim, v'chazer elov, then went back into the carbon Pesach, yitales mekoyma. You have to do more than klipa, you have to do more than peeling off the outer layer, you have to be no you have to take more out of the carbon Pesach. Rashi says you have to go in the thickness of the carbon Pesach. He doesn't say the shear. In halacha, it's kepaskin that you have to take kedei uh, etzba, the thickness of a finger. This is brought down in Yerodea Simen Tzadik Vav Sif Aleph. Toisvis in Dibra Maschil Yitolas Mekoymoy asks the following question. Since we just heard that in the second case, you have to be Noitolas Mekoymoy, and it's not enough to take out the outer surface... Why then, when it touches the side of the tanur, don't we say also that you have to take out Kedena Because Einachinami, the meat that was Nitzla al Yudei the Chersehat Tanur, is only Nitzla to the shear of Kedei Klipa. But there's more than that, because there is Reutiv that's Nivla inside the carbon Pesach. It has moisture. And that moisture, we just learned, moves further than Kedei Klipa, which is why when it's not the Meirot by Allah Cheres V'chazer Elov, Yitlas Mekaymai. So Toysfus is asking that why don't we say Machmas the Reutiv, that that amount of Kedei Klipa has, which we know that it was Tzoyla the Kedei Klipa of the Basar, the Reutiv that's found inside that Kedei Klipa should move further and and you should, it should be of you to take out Kedei Netila. Toysvah says that we must be talking about a case where there's not really a lot of Reutiv, and when you have a little bit of Reutiv, then it doesn't Aser Kedei Netila. Toysvah brings a raya from the Mishnah. The end of the Mishnah talks about when your Sach Shemen Shal Truma, all you have to worry about is Kedei Klipa, because the Shemen Shal Truma is only a little bit of Sicha. Like the Gemara actually says later on, When you smear oil on a surface, you only smear a little bit, and therefore there's not enough to aser Kedei Netila. Now, Lefiz Shittas Arashba, in the Torah Sabayis, and by his Dalit Shar Aleph, it would seem that Toysus' Kasha does not even begin. Because the Rashba understands that... The din of nafal meiroitvay alacheres v'chazer elov that you have to take off kedei netila is only said by the type of iser that is created by the right of falling in to a piece of meat, and that's because there's a certain amount that it penetrates the busser when it falls in with force. The Rajbo over there explains that generally speaking, there is only kedei klipa that gets ge'asered when you have the contact of two pieces of meat. Because since you're not cooking it, it doesn't really go throughout the entire chaticha, and it only answers the outer layer. However, says the Rajba, when you have something that's shamein and goes into a piece of meat, most of it gets bottled throughout the piece of meat when you have shishim kenegdai. The kedei netila is what happens upon penetration. When it goes in, it deposits a larger percentage in the kedei netila. And that's why the kedei netila is usher. That's what the Rajba explains over there. So according to the Rajba, you can't can't even ask this question because Kedainatila is something that only happens when something penetrates a piece of meat. In the case that Toysis is bringing from the Naga Becherse Shaltaner, there was no penetration of something from outside that inf- infiltrated the meat and started to aser it. Rather, Toysis is asking that the Reutiv that already is, is inside, the Kedei Klipa, should start traveling. According to the Rajba, if it starts traveling, it would travel throughout the entire Chatich and become bottle. 
So we never say that the Kedai Netila has more Belias than the rest of the Chaticha. The only time we say that is when something comes from outside and, and infiltrates, it penetrates the piece of meat. Then we say that the Kedai Netila has a higher percentage. Taisvis obviously doesn't learn that way in Kedai Netila. And actually Taisvis is of the same opinion as the Ra'ah over there in the Teres Abayas. In the case of the Mishnah of Natav Meroit by Allah Soilis, Yikbet says Mekoimoi, that you're supposed to do Kmitza, you take a full Kmitza from that Soilis. Uh, Rashi says that what do you do after your Kaimitz says Mekoimoi, the Yisrf Oise Kaimitz Gishar Kodshim Psulim. Now the Rambam in Hilchus Karben Pesach, Perik Ches Halacha Yud Gimel, says Natav Meroit by Allah Soilis, Yikleif es Mekoimoi Vyashlichenu. Now Yikleif es Mekoimoi, the Choyr is connected with Erisha Mishnah, and the Kesef Mishnah says that it must be that there was a problem with the Girsa, the Ramam should have read Yikmoit es Mekoimoi. Especially since, says the Kesef Mishnah, that there is not the option of doing Khalifa, you don't peel off Soilus. Soilus is something that you could do Kmitza to, but it's not Shaykh to do Yikloif Es But in any case, the Ramam says afterwards, Vyashlichenu, you should throw it out. So that means that he disagrees with Rashi, who says that you're supposed to burn that chalik. It could be because the Ramam holds like the Mechazchenu, who says that when you have less than a Kezayis of Kodshim, there's no Chi of Sreifa. Alternatively, we could learn that the Rambam holds that you do not have to burn this piece of soilus because it is not really kodshim. It is muvla from roitiv of the carbon Pesach, but it itself is not a chetzeshel iser. This svara appears in the tzlach over here in our sugya. The tzlach is really coming to explain Rashi. The tzlach is bothered by why does Rashi have to tell us that you burn it kishar kodshim. He says Rashi is not here to paskin dinim. Rashi is here to explain the Mishnah. So why is this point necessary and why is it relevant to the Pirush of the Mishnah? Says the Tzlach that Rashi was being sensitive to the words of the Mishnah. In one place we say Yitel es and the other place he says Yikmitz es Now, Alpi Pashtus, we could argue and say that Yikmitz es is a, a deeper Nitila uh, than Yitel es and we could say that the amount that Reutif penetrates Basar is less than how then it gets when it gets absorbed into soilus, and that's why it says yikmitz es The Tzlach obviously assumes that that is not the case, and therefore he says that Rashi was bothered by why the Mishnah changed its lashon. Why over here do you say yitol es and over here you say yikmitz es Says the Tzlach that Rashi understood that, that is gufa what the Mishnah is coming to be mechadish by changing the lashon. That by saying yikmitz es the Tana is telling me a chiddush that you have to burn this kadshim because says the Tzlach. I would have thought that it's different than the rest of the Mishnah. In the rest of the Mishnah, you have a piece of meat. When a piece of meat is touched by the side of the tanner, you have to take off the Kedei Klipa, you have to remove it, but that is real meat that was Nitzla Idei Dover Acher, and we understand that meat is Kodshim that needs to be treated like Kodshim has to be treated. Similarly, if you have a piece of the carbon Pesach that has Blias, and you can't eat it, you have to burn it. So that the tanner wouldn't even have to tell me. However, here we're talking about Soilus that is Chulin. You have a piece of Chulin that's Muvla, that has Blias, of Kodshim inside, there's a Chiddush that you have to do Sreifa, and the Lashen Yikmoit says Mekoymoi says that Tzlach is coming to draw an association to Hilchus Kodshim. Kmitza is something that is used by Menaches and it's something that we are uh, associate with Kodshim. By saying Yikmoit says Mekoymoi, the Tana is being Meramis to us, the din that Rashi says that you would have to burn that Soilus.
once the Tzlach tells us that there's at least a half a minute to say that when you have Chulun that's Muvla from Kodshim, there is no Chiyav Sreifa, we could say that that's the reason why the Rambam holds, that you're not Mechuyiv to be Sairiv, that Sairiv. The Rambam in Perik Ches Halacha Yud Beis says the following: Notaf meroit by alacheres v'chazer olav yutales mekaymoi shekol hamorak v'halecha all of the juice or moisture shetifresh mimenu kishayitzle that separates itself from the carbon pesach when it gets roasted asura. It is usher because it's not Basar Tzli. What exactly does the Rambam mean? It's not Basar Tzli. It's something that came out of Basar Tzli. It's not called Basar Tzli. Why not? So the Tzlach learns that the Iker Kavonis Rambam is to say that since it is Reutiv that separates itself from the Basar, it's not together Basar. You can't be Mekarin the Mitzvah carbon Pesach with it because it doesn't have a din of Basar. Only when it's inside the Basar, it's bottled to the Basar and has a din of Basar, but not when it gets separated. The question is, even if it doesn't have a din of basar, and you can't be yoytze the mitzvah achilas carbon pesach with, with it, but what makes it usr? In the Ramah mitzvavur, that because of this, it becomes usr. Now, if you look at the Ramah in the Pirisha Mishnayis, he's going on the case of Natav Meroipe ala soilus. And he says that if it falls from the right of on soilus, it, you have to remove that soilus. Says the Ramah, ki usr lechol mimenu elamashe nisher batzmusay kosher. You're only allowed to eat from the carbon pesach that which remains ba'atzmusay kasha, which means hard. Whatever flows out of it is like moruk. It's possible that what the Ramah means is that part of the geder of tzli eish is that it has to remain something dry. Bashal levushal b'mayim is a process in which you add moisture to the item. And that's called bishal. Bishal is the process of heating something through water. When you are tzoyla, when you roast something, the point is to remove the water. It gets roasted over the fire and the water drips out. It could be that what the Rambam means is that the whole concept of tzli eish means when you roast something that's a solid and you extract the water from it. So when you have maruk that came out of the carbon Pesach, you can't call that maruk tzli eish. It's not called tzli. It is bishel because you just heated something that's liquid up by the fire. When the liquid is inside the basar, so like the Tzlach says, it's tuffled to the basar, and you're allowed to eat it as part of that basar because it doesn't have its own identity. But the moment it gets separated from the basar, we can say that this is something that's called mevushal, not sliesh. Now, although this explains the Rambam, there's still a problem because the Gemara seems to say a different Hezber in why Yitzhak Mekaymai by not only Reitfoy Allah Cheres Vachazre Love and the, another reason for Yikmaitzis Mekaymai when it fell into Soilus. Gemara and Ayin Vavmin Aleph gets into a whole discussion about the Mandiyamar Tata Gavar or Ilah Gavar, which means that there's Machlaikis when you have one thing that falls onto another thing, which one is Menatseach the other, which one wins out. So the Gemara explains that if you hold Ilah Gavar, then the Reitif that falls on onto the cheres or onto the soilus could cook it even if the cheres of the soilus was cold. Masha'en Kane, if you hold tata gavar, then the thing that's cold is misgaber over the thing that's hot that's falling onto it and thereby it cools it down. So the Gemara says that if you hold ilah gavar, we understand the Mishnah because the Reutav is going to heat up the thing that it falls onto. But if you hold tata gavar, then it should have been cooled off and what's the problem if it falls back in or if it falls onto some soilus. So the Gemara says that we're talking about that the soilus was hot. 
Now, the Rambam Paskins to talk Gavar, that's fine, and therefore he would have to learn the Mishnah is talking about that the Soilus is Resachas or the Cheris is Resachas. And the reason why that Reuter becomes puzzled is because it's Sli Aidei Davar That's what's Mashmur in the Sugya. So why would the Rambam explain differently than the Sugya Sashas? So it is possible that the Rambam held that the Gemara's Teretz was a Doichek. And one would have to understand why the Gemara couldn't give the Rambam's terrets. I'll call upon him. You see a Yisoid, according to the Shitsa Rambam, that liquids, when they're heated up and they fall out of the carbon Pesach, they immediately are Usr. Not because of Tzli Aidei Davar Acher, but because they themselves don't have a din of Tzli Eish. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. We need your help to continue our mission. To find out about dedication opportunities, visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.